You're listening to the Y Dogs podcast. I'm Rob, and I'm Val. Uh, so we had a little bit of a little bit of a disaster of a week in Week Ten. Oh my goodness, we are very humbled at the moment. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I don't know. We've had a, uh, I don't know what it was. Week eight, week nine, we had a one in four week, and this one. Uh, so uh, now this is a weird thing, right? So uh, we just finished the first half in the Snoqualmie contest. Uh, we actually went and picked up some money, and we actually won $3,750 for winning the first half at the Snoqualmie contest, uh, but that was shrouded by having this horrible week. Uh, we went <laughs> uh, we went uh, two and three at the Snoqualmie contest. We got uh, two two games right. We went oh, uh, 04 and a push uh, at both uh, Circa and Westgate. Uh, for this last week, it was a little, it was a little humbling to say the least. We got a half a point. Uh, now I did look at the Westgate. I'm almost a little afraid to look at Circa where our standings were, but I did look <laughs> at Westgate and we're, we were on the first page. Uh, now we're on the second page of the standings. Uh, I don't, I didn't look to see uh, how many places were down, you know, so it's not terrible. We're still in the top half of, you know, 1200 and some people, uh, but we're actually like six points out of the lead. I think the leaders well, we got have some, we uh, have a little bit of room to make uh, up for, six, right? Six, six and a half points. The leaders got 37 and a half uh, and we got 31. Yep, so uh, we will, you know, so. It, but still at Snoqualmie, we dropped down to second place. So we, we have a little room to make up, but I think, I think we can do it. So, Hey, yeah, Snoqualmie, Snoqualmie Casino, we are three points out of the lead. So we were in the first place. Now, it was a good thing is though we kept our lead through the first half. So we cashed the 3750 all by ourselves. We didn't split with anybody. That was the prize for the first half. Uh, now we, you know, uh, week 10 was the first week of the second half. And now we're like, wait, you know, uh, f- five or six people in the Snoqualmie contest got 10 and 0. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so many perfect scores and we did so bad. Uh, but this is our this is our trend, right? This is, I think, the difference between a wise guy and a recreational better. So every week we have a good week and a bad week, and a good week and a bad week, and a good week and a bad week. If we can if we can smooth out those bad weeks, uh, you know, no one and fours, and and honestly, even no two and threes, uh, you know, if we can just keep it to a three three and two or better, uh, you know, we. Uh, we will, you know, we will cruise to victory. Uh, I don't. I'm not too demoralized. I still think the hundred thousand dollar grand prize, uh, first place prize for Snoqualmie, I think is still in our sights. Um, I don't feel swayed by that, but it is, uh, you know, a little, a little humbling, anyways, that we we had such a bad week across the board, and we got kicked out of Survivor. Oh yeah, and the other other kick in the nuts, a salt in the yeah, wound. Yeah. The other kick in the nuts is we took the Bengals. Probably like I don't know, there's like 400 and some people, uh, and Tyler Boyd drops the ball, and uh, you know Houston goes down. Uh, CJ Stroud. Not only is that guy uh, going to be the offensive rookie of the year, like hands down. I mean, he, right now he's playing well enough to be the actual MVP of the league, which I, I don't think it's ever been given to a rookie before. You won't win that because he's a rookie. They won't give him. They'll give him the rookie of the year offensive rookie of the year but they won't give him mvp right now there's not a quarterback that is really playing well enough to even get that uh, to get the mvp maybe joe burrow depending on how he does uh, especially this uh, thursday night against baltimore uh, so uh, it was weird very weird we end up going to the casino picking up they gave us 37 they didn't give us a check they gave us 3700 in cash they walked us over to the cashier counter and counted out you know they did do that little i don't know that what's that cardboard 
thing and took a picture of us. Yeah, yeah they, they gave a <laughs> they, check. They, they took a picture of the fake check and you know that well, was cool. It was cute. It was yeah, so yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, it's really fantastic that we actually uh, cashed mm-hmm. some money at our local casino. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I can't wait to actually enter it again next year, and I can't wait when we go back at the end of the season. When I we love actually, how confident you are when we actually win that thing. Well, we're gonna win that thing. Are you kidding? <laughs> we've been in first. We've been in first place since like week three. Uh, and now here we are at the start of the second half and we start out with a two, uh, we got four. So Snoqualmie, for those of you who don't re- remember, if you've listened to any other episodes, Snoqualmie, uh, it's called the Beat the Point Spread Pigskin Challenge or Pigskin Pick'em or something. Uh, I think it's Pigskin Challenge. Uh, they give you two points a win and one point a push, where the Westgate and Circa give you one point a win and a half a point a push. Uh, I think the two points is kind of generous because if you have a really good week, just like the... The people behind us, uh, I think the guy that took the lead, his, his uh, display name on the on the kiosk uh, at the casino is Seattle Steam Fitter. Don't know who that guy is. Uh, we have ours, of course, is listed as Wadog, so there's some anonymity there. Uh, but you know, there's another guy named Gary D. Uh, you know, that's you know kind of been right behind us in the in the rankings. Uh, so now we were last week we were three points ahead in the lead, which why we won the first place. Now that Seattle Steamfitter is three points ahead of us, and we're in sole possession of second place. So we have to have a bounce back week. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm feeling a little. Uh, a little uh, competitive spirit. The competitive juices are kind of coming out. We gotta we gotta bounce back this week. Uh, so why don't we dive into the? Uh, why don't you want to run through the games we picked last week, or should we just move on into week eleven? Let's just move on to week eleven. It was such a bad week. I don't, week. don't want to, like it, I said, pour any more salt in the wound. Yeah. Um, and yeah, let's move on to week eleven because. That we we got to be the comeback kid this week. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we had too much, too many favorite. The favorites yeah. were on a roll for a while, and I think we had too many too favorites. Much shock. The only one we won at or the pushed on at Circa and Westgate was the Lions at a minus three. Uh, we got that number at. Uh, uh, at Snoqualmie Casino, we got that one at a minus one and a half. So we actually won that one, and then we took the Cowboys because we had the Cowboys at a better number. Uh, I don't remember what the number was now, but we didn't take the Cowboys, which we probably should have on the other two contests. Uh, so, uh, so you know, like I said, it was just a, overall just a, b- a bad week. So when we dive in, so Thursday night, uh, Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are at home at a minus three and a half. Like we normally do is we stay away from those Thursday night games, but and we're going to stay away from this game more than likely, but it um, but that's going to be a really fun game. And now in hindsight, realizing that you know that whole Bengal game last week, it was a sandwich game. Here they are coming up on that division game with Baltimore. Baltimore has been awesome. I think we did a little, what a little parlay or a little side round robin with Baltimore on it. So that'll be fun. But um. I don't, for any of the contests, we'll just stay away from it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you could make an argument for this one just because it is a divisional game. Uh, and Cincinnati sort of actually really needs to win this game. Uh, and, and they're getting points. You could sort of lean Cincinnati. But uh, I looked at the, the bets and the money on this. It was all it was all over Cincinnati, which I can totally understand. But um, that's why I was kind of leaning Baltimore. The three and a half is not a great number, uh, you know, necessarily. But, uh, you know, there's just so much... Uh, so much uh, action coming in on the Bengals, you know, kind of going the other way, but definitely not going to put that one in the contest. Uh, next game is uh, Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are a minus one. These these numbers I'm listing off are from the Westgate Super Contest numbers. So we're not going to take that one on the Westgate, but we actually have a little bit of a different number at the Snoqualmie Casino. We have, gosh, Pittsburgh at a plus four, Cleveland at a minus four. So we're inclined to 
go ahead and move towards Pittsburgh and get that extra points of value. Yeah, uh, the uh, this the lines at Snoqualmie are printed, I think, on Monday, uh, and that was before Deshaun Watson was uh, was listed as being out for the season. So we got it at a plus. You know, we got the Cleveland at a minus four. And now it's at a minus one. I don't like it at a minus one, obviously, no. I, either team. Um, but at plus four for the Steelers, I think we're going to definitely lean towards the Steelers. Steeler defense with all that pass rush against a rookie quarterback. I think DTR, Dorian something, something. Uh, uh, he uh, he didn't do well in his first game against the Ravens a few weeks ago when Joe Burrow or when uh, Deshaun Watson was hurt. Um, but I'm sure he's uh, pre- been prepped, been prepared. Uh, I'm sure they feel confident. Instead of P.J. Walker, I'm sure they feel confident enough to put him in the game. Otherwise, they wouldn't. They'd be playing P.J. Walker. Uh, so. And the over and under is like crazy low. It's 33. So there'll be a lot of defense on this one. So I like getting, you know, the, that extra point of value, a plus four for Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, getting some, uh, getting a good number of points compared to the market and and a good defense, uh, we'll take the Steelers on that one. Just for the Snoqualmie, not for a Circa just, or Westgate. Just for Snoqualmie, yeah. I think that's actually a really good play. That's a little bit of an cr- early Christmas gift. Uh, next game is Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. Lions are at home at a minus seven and a half. And that's kind of the same going again, you know, along with the same lines. That's the Snoqualmie Casino. We actually have that one is is different. It's a plus 10 for Chicago instead of a plus seven and a half. So I like the idea of taking Chicago at that plus 10 over Detroit, but not not with the Circa and the Westgate. Well, the seven and a half, uh, you know, they're giving you the hook for Chicago. I mean, it's still a little intriguing because they can still lose by a touchdown. Uh, but certainly at a, at a uh, plus 10, uh, I, I think definitely that was the second one that we actually lean, we're leaning towards is the, is the Bears at Snoqualmie. Uh, we'll think about that one. Justin Fields is predicted to actually play this week. Uh, you know that Tyson Bajit, I, I don't think he lit it up, but for a rookie quarterback, he did not. He didn't do too bad. I don't care. They didn't win every. Did. They didn't win every game, but they did win. I think one or two games with him playing. Uh, you know so. Uh, but you know he's uh, Justin Fields been out now what three or four weeks. Uh, you know there's you got you got to expect there's going to be a little bit of rust him coming back into the game, and I don't think his thumb is a hundred percent. He I think I heard a statement saying that it's not perfect, but if he's playing, he must be able to grip a football. So. Uh, but uh, just this Snoqualmie number, we're definitely leaning that way. Uh, next game is the LA Chargers at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Packers are at home at a plus three. I think on our ranking or on my ranking, I have Green Bay maybe a little lower than some of the other sites or some of the other um, other people are thinking. I really push Green Bay down. So I don't, I don't like taking the points on Green Bay, but at the same time, I don't want to take, you know, I'm not sure I want to, lay three down for the chargers either so i would just stay away from you know i would honestly would just stay away from that one yeah i you know, i don't like uh the chargers laying laying three points on the road in a cold environment those you know west coast boys don't play too well in the cold weather i looked up the weather in green bay it's going to be like 30 degrees as a low and like 46 as a high uh it is a 10 o'clock game which in in uh, in uh it's noon in Green Bay, uh, so the sun will be out. It'll probably be a little warmer, but still, when you're not used to that kind of cold weather, uh, it still does have an impact on you as far as uh, you know playing some football. Uh, but I don't have enough confidence. I like the I like you know I like the idea of a home dog, but I don't lo- I don't have any confidence in Green Bay. Uh, so I think we're going to pass on that one on both contests. That that number is exactly the same for both of them. Uh, next game is the LA uh, uh, Las Vegas Raiders uh, at the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are at home at uh, minus 13 and a half. 
So for the Westgate and for most likely um, Circa, probably going to skip that one. But the Snoqualmie Casino has the Miami at a minus 10. That's a little intriguing to be able to get that you know extra few points of value there. So I, I would say with even though we did a lot of chalk last week, I would take Miami at a minus 10, but not at a minus 13 and a half. Yeah, no, uh, same thing. I mean, I think they're going to blow the doors off Vegas. Uh, they won two games in a row with their new coach, uh, Antonio Pierce. We were on them the first week. Uh, I was really happy with that bet. Uh, I was kind of leaning. We didn't. Uh, we actually did take the Jets. Uh, did we take the Jets? Or did no, we were, no, no, we were contemplating yeah, it, yeah, but we, we were, didn't. Yeah, we stayed away from it. That's right. Um, but I was leaning towards the Jets, uh, you know, and I'm sort of glad we did because they, Vegas ended up winning by four. Uh, and I think the spread on that one was actually three and a half, and they didn't, they didn't get it done. Uh, that Jets offense is just so anemic. Uh, their defense is great, but that you know Jets offense is just so problematic. Uh, you know, they got two really good running backs. I don't know why the, the Jets just don't run the ball more. You mean uh, you don't know why they didn't beat Las Vegas? Yeah, 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 right. I mean, or at least cover anyway. Yeah, I, so, I, I liked the Jets too, but I'm. It was Monday night, and so that's why we're not keen on Monday or Thursdays because you know, as you can see, anything can happen. Yeah. Uh, now, winning by two touchdowns, thirteen and a half. That's a always a hard thing to do, um, but you know, getting that extra three and a half points of value, um, getting the Dolphins at a minus ten. Um, that's almost a no brainer at that point. Uh, so I think we'll be leaning towards the Dolphins on uh, Snoqualmie and kind of passing on them uh, uh, at the Westgate. Uh, next game is the New York Giants at the Washington Commanders. The Commanders are at home at a minus nine. I don't re- I mean, I like I'd like to lay the points down for the Giants. I actually have the Giants favored by a couple of points, but um, I'm still hesitant. My gut says no, it doesn't doesn't feel right now. If the Giants were at home, that'd be a different story, of course. But but I do feel like that, um, you know, Washington probably will win, may even cover, but I'm not really sure I want to lay that many points. Yeah. Uh, so at uh, Westgate, it's a minus nine. Snoqualmie, it's a minus 10. So we're getting it, you know, they, they're getting an extra point uh, at, you know, Westgate. Uh, now, granted, I think the offense for Washington is pretty darn good. Uh, uh, Sam Howell, their quarterback, who I actually picked up for our fantasy team, uh, he's actually leading the league in passing right now, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't think anybody would have predicted that at the beginning of the season. Um, but that offense is definitely humming. He's, uh, you know, he's definitely putting up some numbers. They're not winning every game, but they're definitely putting up some numbers. You cannot really, honestly, you cannot, I mean, taking the Giants in this spot is a really ugly pick. I don't know how you have any confidence taking the Giants. Now, it is a divisional game. Uh, that defense for the Giants isn't terrible, right? So they could probably hold, uh, you know, Washington back a little bit and keep that, you know, keep the number close. But if I had to lean one way, I'd probably lean Washington for sure. Um, but laying nine for a mediocre kind of bottom tier team, uh, where'd you where'd you have Washington ranked? I have them ranked at twenty three. Yeah, so uh, a little bit, you know, quite a bit below average for the league. Uh, you know, I think that they're on the they're rise. Probably a little better than that, but I have them at a twenty three. Yeah, I think they're on the rise. Uh, you know, for sure, uh, Giants are certainly just uh, right now. We have you have the Giants uh, ranked as the worst team in the league right now, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, th- with Green Bay kind of close behind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tons of injuries. Uh, a literally a rookie. Uh, th- uh, you know, third. Uh, 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 a third string quarterback, Tommy DeVito probably never would have been able to see the field, but you know, there's been so many injuries on that team. Uh, you know, so, um, yeah, uh, leaning a little bit towards Washington, but it's a lot of points to lay. Uh, next game is Dallas Cowboys at the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers are at home at a plus 10 and a half. Yeah. What a, I mean, I like, I know Dallas really did 
win big this last week, but they were at home. They don't play as good on the road, I think, that I would love to take, you know, possibly maybe Carolina. I mean, a plus 10, a home dog. I'm not sure what the public's doing with that. Um, probably need to look into that and where the money's going, but I would, I would, I wouldn't mind at least even at Snoqualmie because at Snoqualmie we have Carolina at a plus eleven. That that might be, you know, I would definitely consider taking Carolina as, as an at-home dog. You know, ten, eleven points. That's a, that's a lot to lay, and I know that they won easily by sixteen points last week. Easily covered that, you know, that sixteen-point spread. But um, can they do it this week? And granted, that I. I honestly would take the points. Yeah, uh, you know they uh, they're actually playing on uh, these. This was going to be our ha- uh, our Thanksgiving survivor pick, Dallas, because next week this is a little bit of a sandwich spot. So they play the Giants divisional game, playing Carolina on the road, and then then uh, Thanksgiving Thursday. So it's a short week. They're playing the Commanders, uh, you know, for for Thanksgiving. Uh, so um, I think it's just a bad spot for Dallas. They usually beat up on bad teams, um, but like you said, they're on the they play much better at home than they do on the road. They're not playing on su- this. So they're playing Sunday this and then Sunday. Thursday. Oh, you're right. Oh my gosh, Thanksgiving is next Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah, keep thinking so, there's another week in there. Yeah, right. Jeez. So it's a it's a really bad it's a really bad spot for Dallas. Uh, and like you said, so Kwame we're getting at a minus eleven, uh, and Westgate we're getting at a ten and a half. So the, so literally the uh, Panthers. I don't think the Panthers are going to actually win, but I could easily see Dallas kind of falling a little flat here because they played so well last week, uh, and uh, they can lose. Literally, the Carolina Panthers can lose by ten points. Uh, uh, you know, so you're really relying in that situation. I think you're relying more on the defense, Carolina's defense, which I think is has some injuries, but is not too bad. Uh, you know, so I think we're both uh, kind of on the Carolina Panthers side. Uh, that's actually a, a dog that I you know uh, that I feel pretty good about. Uh, next game is the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars a divisional matchup. Uh, Jaguars are at home at a minus seven. I know the Jaguars really, we took the Jaguars at a plus three and then, you know, San Francisco for being on the West coast, traveling over there, they did amazing. So that was a real big letdown for us, but I, I don't mind leaning into Jacksonville again. I know Tennessee, you know, I'm honestly, yeah, we have them at Snoqualmie is a little bit different. So I would consider taking it at Snoqualmie. Oh, I didn't write it down on here. Yeah, Snoqualmie, it's a, a minus six and a half. And then at Westgate, yes. it's a minus seven. So yeah. we're getting that extra. We're getting the hook for Jacksonville at Snoqualmie. They can lose, they can, they need to win by a touchdown at Westgate. They need to win by eight. Yeah. So mm-hmm. at Snoqualmie, I might, I would consider that minus six and a half. They can win by a touchdown. I know they, they screwed us last week, but you know, I don't, I don't mind leaning back into them this week. Yeah, that's a little bit of a tough thing. It's, it's a little tough thing to do. <laughs> you, a team uh, disappoints you drastically. They lose thirty-four to three <laughs> one week, and you come right back on them. But in some ways, I you know I just misread that one. I really li- I don't know. I like that Jacksonville one, and a little contrary because I know a lot of the wise guys were leaning towards uh, you know San Francisco. I did see uh, whatever the. Uh, 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 football contest show on Beeson. Uh, uh, Jeff Benson, he's the uh, sportsbook director at Circa, and uh, Derek Stevens, he's the owner of, of Circa, are on Beeson on Saturday nights. Uh, and they go over all the popular picks for Circa Millions, and they go over the popular <laughs> picks for Survivor. And the 49ers were the 
were the most popular pick of the week. Like 1,200 people took the 49ers. I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> uh, that's not a good sign. I think we went we went the wrong way on that one. Uh, and, of course, it was just a disaster right from the get-go. It was, uh, I mean, uh, the, the Jaguars, I think the Jaguars are better than that, right? I just really do think they're not that bad of a team. Uh, and I really, I didn't even think about it. So 49ers lose three in a row. Jacksonville wins five in a row, both off a bye. Uh, was really... 49ers going to lose another another game. I uh, thought maybe it might be tight. You got those three points of value on Jacksonville, but I, you know, on this game this week, you know, with with Tennessee at Jacksonville, and maybe my ranking is a maybe it's a little bit off. I have Jacksonville a little higher rated at an eight, and Tennessee at a twenty six. Uh, Jacksonville is probably a little less than that. Tennessee is probably a little higher than that. But I did get a few, you know, with the math, I did get a few points of value on Jacksonville. So. I yeah. would I would consider them at Snoqualmie yeah, at sure. a minus six and a half. Not sure about that seven with Circa and well Westgate. I'm sure Circa will probably be pretty close to what um, the Westgate is. So I I and like I said, I know we pick a lot of chalk, but that that chalk might not be a bad one to take. Uh, well, uh, I think that's been the season so far as uh, chalk has been winning, uh, and I think we sort of got a little. Uh, uh, a little humbled by taking too much chalk last week, uh, you know, and uh, you know, we just uh, the whole week was just a disaster all the way around. We just didn't see the board. Except the one that the one we didn't take that wasn't chalk was Jacksonville at a plus three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. uh, I mean, just a, just a bad bet all the way around. Uh, you know, after the fact, this is why these uh, contests are really hard. If you've never if you've never picked five games against the spread, um, it is really challenging. Uh, you know, and uh, I mean that's why these contests are so popular because it really. Uh, you know, it's all you can do to come up with five games. Uh, and, uh, you know, every week is just a roller coaster. You do good one week and bad the next, and you have a couple of good weeks and then a bad week, and it's sort of all over the place. Uh, you're never going to be perfect, right? Uh, you know, but you just try to – but I do I do think instead of avoiding Jacksonville, uh, we shouldn't – we had no business being on Jacksonville last week, no business on that. Um, but being humiliated 34-3 to three, uh, with a team that does have a lot of talent, I do think it's probably a good spot. I don't like the fact that it's a divisional game, but uh, that Will Levis that's playing for the Titans, uh, he had one good game, his first uh, his first uh, debut start, uh, you know, because Ryan Tannehill's hurt. Uh, and then I think he's just kind of fallen off since then. I don't think he, I think he just needs more, more, um, uh, experience, you know, to, if he's going to actually be able to do anything. Uh, the six and a half is very attractive. I'm not sure about the minus seven, but I think it's definitely a good bounce back spot for Jacksonville for sure. And they're still at home. They were home last week. Now they're home again. Uh, next game is the Arizona Cardinals against the Houston Texans. The Texans are at home at a minus five. I know last week we wanted to fade Houston. That didn't work in our favor. Do we fade Houston this week? I actually, with the math, have a little point, a few points of value or a couple points of value on Houston. So I'm leaning towards Houston mathematically, but then there's some of those other variables of fading them. I know the public's all over Arizona. I think everybody's all over Arizona. So I... I'm inclined to maybe even just stay away from this. Yeah, one. everyone likes uh, everyone likes Kyler Murray, I and mean, he did win the Who first, the first yeah. game back. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think he's been getting uh, kind of beat up a little bit by some of the sports analysts, you know, saying that he's overrated and too small and all those things. I mean, he is an incredible athlete. Oh my gosh, uh, yes. he's one of the best best athletes in the league. Uh, you know, granted his height is a disadvantage, um, but you know, you know, playing he's so fast. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the thing. He's so small, elusive, quick. Uh, you know, he's hard to game plan around. Uh, you know, so I can see why he's getting a little bit of um, a little bit of popularity just because he brings a whole new element uh, to that team. 
Uh, but at the same time, CJ Stroud, everyone's been trying to pick a spot to fade, uh, to fade, uh, you know, the Texans and CJ Stroud just keeps to keeps showing up. I think he, Sam Howell, I think is leading the league in passing and CJ Stroud's number two, uh, a rookie at number two in passing yards for the league is uh, pretty impressive. Uh, so I, I don't know. Um, there's a part of me that wants to take the points with Arizona, but at the same time, you know, Houston at home, I could. I could easily see them winning. Uh, so I'm not sure what we're going to do with that one. Uh, next game is Tampa Bay Buccaneers at, at the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are a minus 11 and a half. I have Tampa Bay with a, you know, just a couple points of value compared to the actual spread that, you know, just numbers wise, I would lean towards Tampa Bay. But after what happened to us with San Francisco, I don't know. I'm a little burned. <laughs> that yeah. I would be like, maybe you want to stay away from that one. But um, at the same time, I... I wouldn't mind leaning into Tampa Bay. I would consider leaning into Tampa Bay and taking those points. Oh, yeah. I think this, honestly, I think the spread's way too high. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I think it's way too overvalue high. on San Francisco from their, you know, that beat against Jacksonville last week that I can, I think they're getting a little overvalued that we're actually, you know, going for the dog, going for Tampa Bay. Might, you know, I think that'd be the wise, the wise guy choice. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel so burned from San Francisco that... We'll think about it. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely leaning Tampa Bay. I don't think that. I think that number should be seven and a half. If they wouldn't have, if they wouldn't have beat the Jacksonville Jaguars as handily as they did by what 31 points, this line would have been a lot, uh, a lot closer. Um, but 11 and a half, uh, I think is, uh, you know, I think there's just way too many points, uh, you know, uh, to lay there. Um, we're both leaning towards Tampa Bay. Uh, next game is the New York Jets at the Buffalo Bills uh, divisional matchup. Bills are at home at a minus seven. Sorry, I had to take a picture of the dog. He's laying on his back and it's so cute with that pink belly and all that fur. <laughs> so, yeah. I, got, I get distracted by the dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. This one, I don't really see too much value either way. I got about the same as the, you know, as the books in terms of the um, the spread and the handicapping on that. Now, Snoqualmie is a little bit different than the Westgate for this one. They, it looks like they've got that one at a minus seven. No, it's the same. Is it the same? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, they've got that one the same. No, I, yeah, that's what I came up with too. That I wouldn't. I'm not leaning either way. Well, divisional game. I like yeah. the I like the defense and the points uh, with the Jets. But man, that Jets offense is just so hard to back. Their defense is great, but that offense, uh, you know, they got talent all over the place on that offense. But uh, I don't know. I don't know what the issue is there. They don't seem, in my opinion, I don't think they run the ball enough. Uh, Brees Hall and Delvin Cook. Delvin Cook, I know he was uh, uh, he traded from the Vikings. Uh, he was a stud in Minnesota. He ran all over the place, uh, and now he hardly even gets used in 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 New York. Uh, so I don't know why they just don't have like a you know a two running back tandem where they just run those people to death because they have a deficiency at quarterback. They ran the ball better and focused on running the ball. It would make it a lot easier for. Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's just sitting back there in the pocket uh, and he's just getting teed off on all the time. I think he holds on to the ball a little too long. I think they need to either roll him out because he is he is athletic enough to get him out of the pocket and either do some screen passes or some, you know, uh, you know, some things where the ball gets out of his hand quickly. Um, and then he's not getting back, you know, getting sacked every, you know, every second, third down and it's third and long every time. And uh, yeah, just uh, I just I don't understand what's going on with that offense, how they haven't been able to kind of figure that out uh, and use the talent that they actually have. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But at the same time, um, right now the Jets are four and five and the Bills are five and five. Uh, you know, the Bills have kind of lost their luster a little bit. They're not, now granted, they've been decimated by injuries. So lots of de 
uh, injuries on the defense. They just fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey which I don't think that was really the cause of their problems necessarily. I don't know what that's going to do uh, when you're coming up on a divisional game and you fire your offensive coordinator. You lose on Monday Night Football against the Broncos, and then right after that, uh, you fire your offensive coordinator and you're playing a divisional game. That makes no sense to me either. Um, was really Ken Dorsey the reason why, you know, I mean, is Ken Dorsey forcing uh, Josh Allen to throw a bunch of interceptions? I think they had like three, three turnovers in that game. Uh, so it's really hard to back Buffalo so I would lean the points but at the same time I don't have a lot of confidence back in the Jets either uh, but divisional game I would lean towards the points uh, now the one thing that does scare me a little bit I don't know there's some probably some good trends on this they played the first game of the season Aaron Rodgers against Josh Allen a divisional game to open up the season Jets won that uh, we watched that game it was incredible I mean Aaron Rodgers blew out his Achilles they you know come back and win that game it was incredible uh, so I could see Buffalo you know, uh, you know, kind of getting the, I wouldn't call it a revenge spot, um, but kind of splitting the, you know, the, you know, the divisional matchup. Jets win the first one, Bills win the second one. But I don't think the uh, Bills can win by eight. That just seems like a you know, really big point. But I think it's going to be more of a field goal kind of game. Yeah, actually now looking at the math, I have them at a minus five. So I don't see any value on the Bills, but honestly, I don't really want to go towards the Jets. I think that, oh, that says right there, there's a little value on the Jets, you know, oh. there's a little value. But, you know, I have the same trepidation, right? It's just really hard to back. The defense all the way, um, but, you know, um, I just heard, I don't even know who I heard say it, but it's like a little rule. A good defense and you're getting points, then take the points. Uh, you know, so um, that's uh, something to think about. Uh, next game is Seattle Seahawks at the LA Rams. The Rams are at home at a plus one. I don't. I know Seattle won last week, but they they didn't play great. I didn't. I don't. Do you think? I mean, no, I don't, no. They, I, they seem like you said. Just I don't know. They just didn't play great. I haven't been really too impressed with Geno Smith after the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he played decent against the uh, Lions when they beat the Lions, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, ever since then, he's just has not. He's had a few just like. What do you like? I just, I mean, you and I live in Washington, right? So of course we pay attention to the Seahawks, uh, and we've bet on them quite a few times, and we've won. Uh, I think, I think this is the only time this last week, which everything went wrong this last week, so I can't say it was just the Seahawks. Uh, and I thought it'd been a good bounce back spot by them getting uh, kind yeah, of decimated by Baltimore, embarrassed by Baltimore, right? They, you know, just like the same thing with Jacksonville. Jacksonville got embarrassed, a good bounce back spot. Uh, they had to win by a touchdown, and uh, I think they had the opportunities. They just, you know, that- yeah, they they didn't cover for us. I mean, they won, but they didn't cover this last week. And I I know I got swayed because I was reading the local paper and somebody. Um, Pete Carroll saying, oh, well, you know, that week at Baltimore was just a bad day at the office. Um, it was just a day that I thought, oh, it kind of made it sound like they are really prepped for this one, but they just didn't really play that great. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was kind of a, uh, I, like I said, I, I, I didn't want to take them by, but I don't know that just reading the newspaper swayed me. I, I think the Rams, I'm actually, and, and not because I'm disappointed that I didn't were, cover were you, with were the you Seattle. Were you at, at your parents? Yeah, I was at my parents, and, and they get the paper. Like, yeah. every day they get the paper. Yeah, who, who gets the I paper anymore? The, <laughs> you actually said, don't. you said the newspaper. You yeah, didn't say was, online. You no, said actually the, the newspaper. newspaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's like, my dad's like, do you want to read the sports section? Because he's like, 
fascinated that I, I'm interested in sports and he's, you know, a software engineer that's clueless yeah. about sports. He's doesn't know anything about, about other things. Doesn't know anything about yeah, football. So he, Here's the sports section. Oh, okay. Thanks. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. read the newspaper while you guys watch the news. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, it's actually hilarious. That's my parents. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but the, but I would say on this game coming up against the Rams at, you know, in LA, I have it as a pick em. So I, I'm actually more leaning towards the Rams. I don't know if we'll even go near this game, but I, and, and it's not because I'm disappointed in Seattle. I still love the Seahawks, you know, living here in, in Washington, but I, I think the value would probably be on the Rams. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I think Maddie Stafford is, they picked up Carson Wentz last week. I think Brett Rippon, uh, they, after he, they lost, uh, to the Packers, uh, they fired him or released him the next day, and then they picked up Carson Wentz, uh, who was not even playing in the league right now, uh, just uh, you know, sitting on his couch or something. Uh, so I think Carson Wentz is going to be the backup, and I think Matty Stafford is going to actually play this week. Uh, you know, um, I don't think he's a hundred percent, but I don't. I, that matters. I think uh, Matty Stafford definitely is better than Carson Wentz, better than Brett Rippon. Um, but um, this is a divisional game. Rams did win the first game. So maybe because maybe this is Seattle's bounce back spot. Uh, so at a minus one, I could sort of get behind it. But um, after the last couple of weeks and Gino's performance, I just don't have a lot of faith in it. At Snoqualmie, the 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 Seahawks are a minus two and a half on the road. I don't like that at all for a divisional game. Uh, you know, so I think we're going to end up passing on but this. But it puts one. the Rams at a plus two and a half at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's not much difference between a one and a two and a half. I mean, I know that seems weird to say, but I do feel like there's not much of a difference between a one and a two and a half or a one and a half versus like a, a nine and a 10 or a six and a half and a seven. I think there's That's, a little... That uh, I feel like there's a big I, difference. I mean, uh, you know, at either number for Seattle, minus one or minus two and a half, a field goal wins the game. Uh, so you're right. Anytime you're getting extra points for the Rams, uh, you know, there's probably some numbers on that. There's probably a big difference between two and a half and, and one. At a one, it's almost like a pick em, but, um, you know, I agree with you. I don't think it really sways us. Even though we're getting an extra point and a half of value uh, for the Rams, I don't think it really sways us enough to really pick on that one. Maybe just because I don't have an enough confidence in the Rams to cover that and they don't have enough uh you know uh, enough confidence in Seattle to actually win but know, it'll be a the, fun game road. to watch yeah but now like I said earlier uh you know the, the 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 last game the Jets and the Bills Jets won the first one I could easily see the Bills winning this one winning not covering yeah right winning not covering uh the Rams blew the doors off the Seattle the first game of the season mm -hmm. so I could actually see Seahawks you know coming back so I don't like the two and a half at Snoqualmie for the Seahawks but I don't mind the minus one but uh we bet on Seattle a little too much this year <laughs> uh you know but we honestly well most of them we've covered on uh, we, uh the one game when they got beat by the Ravens we actually took the Ravens on that one so we actually faded mm -hmm. the Seahawks on that one which was a great bet, uh, you know. Um, uh, and, uh, so, like I said, we've we've done well with Seattle, but this one, because we bet on them so much, I think we're just going to kind of lean, uh, stay away from it. Uh, next game is the Minnesota Vikings at the Denver Broncos. Uh, the Denver Broncos that are minus two and a half. Um, I kind I maybe it's my ranking, but I I have that I have that more pretty even, Steven. <laughs> But yeah, I know it's prime time too. What do you mean, even in, Steven? You have it as a pick'em. Yeah, more of like a pick'em, not so much Denver being favored, more just a pick'em. But you know, you think about prime time Sunday, and they're in Denver. You know, at that elevation, it's probably still just as cold as Minnesota, but it's not. I don't think that would be a big deal. But um, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I think that's just a weird game. I think we should stay away from well, it. I mean, I, I know you like Denver. 
Well, right there, from what you just said, uh, you know, I'm kind of waffling a little bit, right? Because Minnesota is pretty hot right now. I mean, everyone's uh, loving the Josh Dobbs story. He's uh, he played really, he's played really well. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of positive momentum there. I think that Justin Jefferson might actually coming back this week. So he was on IR, then he was listed as out meaning that he was off IR. So then the next um, you know, thought would be that he's going to be you know, listed as questionable and then probably play on Sunday. But I haven't heard any more updates about that. I think that's a big deal, right? Yeah. You got Josh Dobbs and, a, and oh, the yeah. best wide receiver, one of the best <laughs> wide receivers in the league to throw to uh, with all that pause momentum. The, de- the Broncos just came off a, off a lucky win, a 12-man on the field penalty against the Bills to win on Monday night. Uh, you know, I think Denver is definitely trending up. They're playing a lot better. For a while there, we had Denver like uh, the first few weeks of the season, like one of the worst teams in the league. We had them in the lot in the bottom five teams, uh, and I think they've uh, played much better uh, than that over the last little bit. But uh, I mean, I sort of like Denver because they can win by a field goal, but at the same time, uh, it's one of those things where I don't, uh, you know, there's a lot of positive momentum for Minnesota as Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. goes goes out. Justin Jefferson goes out uh, their season is like totally done uh, and then here they are um, actually winning games you know with a you know with their top receiver out and their quarterback who at the time before Kirk Cousins got hurt was actually leading the league in passing as well or he was second or something he was having a really good season uh, so uh, I'm kind of torn on that one uh, you know I'm uh, I'm kind of leaning I was leaning Denver but now I'm kind of changing my mind a little bit uh, so I think you know I can make like you said I can make an argument on both sides yeah, like, right. there's not one that really jumps out I kind of like them both yeah, but like you said though if you're uh, if you have your numbers uh, as more yeah. of a pick them then there's yeah. some value there on the Vikings yeah you know so uh, I don't know uh, it's kind of an interesting game even though they're both you know, not great teams it's still sort of an interesting game uh, last game is Monday night, uh, Philadelphia Eagles at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are at home at a minus two and a half. That looks like a really fun game, but I don't want to put either one in the, in the contest because that's going to be just fun to watch. There was something you mentioned to me last night before I was falling asleep. I, I can't remember exactly. You said something about the offensive coordinator from KC went somewhere else, and that's why the offense for to the, KC... To the commanders. Yeah, to the commanders. That's Eric, Eric Bieniemy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was kind of half asleep. So that so the commanders, their offense is looking a little bit better, and you can see a little downturn with KC's offense this season. So um, Yeah, totally. Uh, there's been like almost like a flip-flop. It always used to be their, our offense was so good with Eric Bieniemy. Now their defense, I think their defense is like ranked fifth in the league. Their defense is always their Achilles heel. They could score points like crazy, and but not stop anybody. Now it's just the opposite. Their defense is actually playing really well, but their offense can't do anything. Uh, and, you know, everyone's sort of speculating that's all attributed to Eric Bieniemy because now Washington's offense is amazing. Uh, and uh, these uh, Seattle uh, offense just hasn't been able you to quite... KC's office. Oh, sorry. Offense, yeah, 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 KC's yeah. offense just hasn't been able to quite figure it out. Uh, but, you know, there's all this uh, trends and stats, you know, and Andy Reid off a bye. He's, you know, I don't know what his <laughs> uh, ATS record is off a bye. It's, it's prime like, time Monday. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm. The Thursday night game is a great game. The Monday night game is a great game. Oh, yeah. But I, I, it's like, a, honestly, they're both coin tosses. Mm-hmm. Like, really, they're both coin tosses. Uh, I mean, I would probably lead Kansas City just because they're at home and they're a less than a field goal to win. I'd probably lean Kansas City, uh, you know, um, but I, I, I we're definitely not going to put that one in the contest. Uh, so uh, going over the games, which one uh, of the ones that we kind of highlighted, which one jumps out the most to you? Like if you had to pick a best bet, what would you what would you pick right now if you had to just pick it? Not for contest, but just a best bet. For some of those um, Snoqualmie lines, I mean, I 
I like Pittsburgh at a plus four, um, but not for the probably the lines that people are listening to if they're not near the Snoqualmie Casino. Um, I'm not really sure. Normally I have one that uh, jumps out. Maybe I'm still like feeling a little bruised and beat up from last week and seriously, you know, seriously humble, like, you know, questioning myself. I'm not sure. I'll have to look at this a little bit more. We'll talk about it a little more. Um, what about you? Is there one that you really like, like that jumps out? Like that's the game. Yeah. The ones that we kind of leaned heavily and when we were, you know, kind of going through them, Which one is that either Carolina or Tampa Bay? Yeah, that, yeah you're right. Or, Carolina, po- or possibly Carolina or possibly both of those. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay. Ooh, I'm still a little gun shy from San Francisco, but I was going to say there was something else you were mentioning too last night. Yeah, about that offensive coordinator, and then there was something else. Oh, about something about a uh, a coach is coming back to call the offensive. Um, oh yeah, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I so I don't know, I don't know why this is happening, but Frank Reich, he's the coach of the Panthers. Oh, he's oh, taking. Yeah, uh, he's the head coach. He's the head coach, but now he's taking over playing calling. He's taking back control of the playing call uh, play play call duties uh, from the offensive coordinator. Uh, I'm not really sure why. So he had him originally, then gave it up to the offensive coordinator uh, Thomas Brown. And was that when they beat the Texans? Um, I don't remember. I I, I, I don't remember. I don't think they did beat the Texans. Uh, no, they did. There was one where they beat, yeah, they beat the Texans because yeah. they were talking about. Um, yeah, 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 you're right. That was their first win. And yeah. I remember them actually, that was the first game where Thomas Brown actually was able to call the plays. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why it's going backwards. <laughs> uh, that makes no sense. That makes me not have a lot of confidence in that game because the playing calling duties are going back to yeah. the head So maybe coach. we'll take that one off of our, like, you know, like you were saying, that's the, the, the bet of the week that I'm looking at. Maybe not because, yeah, why would he? take back that so that I would just remember you saying yeah, yeah. that last yeah, night, no, I, something I, about that. And I was kind of half asleep. I couldn't remember who you're talking I about. Did, I did read that either yesterday or the day before that. I think that is kind of a big deal and it does make me a little confused. Like, why would they do that? Uh, is it just control? Uh, I thought the, you know, I mean, we haven't paid a lot of attention to Carolina, but we have bet on them a couple of times. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've, uh, we've covered, we've lost, you know, it's kind of been a little all over the place there. Uh, so I don't know what's going on there. I don't know why uh, he's taking the, you know, the, the play call duties back, but um, that is definitely something to think about because I think it does make a big difference. Their offense seemed like it was humming a little bit and then now they're going, it's almost like they're going backwards. I don't think that Frank Reich, to be honest, I don't think he's going to last too long there. I think that uh, the John, John Tepper, I think is the, uh, the owner. Uh, I think that they, uh, there's a little bit of, um, a little bit of tension. I mean, whatever you get from articles and interviews, I don't, I haven't paid too much attention, but uh, you know, there's some discussion early on that they wanted uh, Frank Reich wanted CJ Stroud and the owner came in and, and, and sort of demanded that they take Bryce young. CJ Stroud is on fire. Bryce young hasn't played very well. Uh, the coach has kind of thrown the owner under the bus in a press conference. Uh, there's this issue with the offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, it just, it seems like a strange situation. I don't think Frank Wright's going to last very long there. I think that they're, uh, uh, they're, you know, uh, they're going to uh, replace him with somebody else at some point. So, uh, so week 11, uh, this season is just sort of flying by. Can't believe it's already week 11. Next week is already Thanksgiving. Uh, so anything else, uh, do you add for week 11? Are we, uh, are we good on this one? We're good for now, but yeah. we'll, we'll keep studying. Yeah. So hopefully we have a good week, a good bounce back week. We couldn't do any worse than we yep, did last fingers week. Crossed. So it's going to be a better <laughs> week than last week. Uh, you know, so, uh, But uh, until next time, I'm Rob. And I'm Val. Take care and good luck on your bets. Bye-bye.